Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's go. Top of the morning. 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 What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another video. In this video, I will be giving you my review of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Well, to be fair, technically Pokemon Violet because that's what I bought and played and ended up beating. But yeah, I'll be giving you the good, the bad, and the, sorry, this isn't for kids, the are you dead ass? <laughs> so before we get into my review of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as hit the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. So now that I've finished my playthrough of Pokemon Violet, let me give you the good about the series first. As always, this is a consistent Pokemon game. I mean, the gameplay will always be its turn-based, you know, somewhat combat and you know, that's never gonna change too much in the formula unless you're playing Arceus. But one thing I enjoyed about this game was the tutorial was a little more sped up and the intro was more interesting, you know, with the introduction of meeting your legendary and how that played out than other series. Also, the music in this series actually slaps. And they added a couple more mechanics that make the game feel a little bit more sped up and a little bit better. You have the auto heal option in the menus. You also have the ability to remember moves rather than needing an item to do so. And the TM crafting was an interesting mechanic that at first threw me off a little bit, but I found it to be pretty okay because, you know, in past ones, they made TMs just infinite use. And this time around, at least they kind of have you at least want to go hunt a little bit more for the means to make a TM, just like kind of with Arceus and his catching mechanics. Also, and pardon me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, terrestrializing is actually pretty tricky. I thought this would be like another gimmick, you know, like Mega Evolution and kind of the Dynamaxing thing, which I never found too profound, but terrestrializing is shown to be an interesting mechanic that can really change the tides of battle, especially depending on the typing that you assume it's gonna be. Also, the open world in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is much more impressive than I thought, and honestly, the amount of exploration that's possible is, is honestly endless. I found myself spending 14 to 20 hours looking around and traveling around the map with whatever you know items and whatever skills I could use with only having two badges. I found myself having Pokemon on level 60 with only two badges, one Team Star formation done, and two Titan Sport. And I was just traveling forever just doing a whole bunch of things. I just found myself getting caught up, catching other Pokemon, finding new areas. It really, really did feel enjoyable. Though, not as expansive as Arceus, I will say, but because there's so much other things going on with that Arceus in this game, I found it to be really, really enjoyable. Also, having gems, Team Star, and the Titan storyline helped to have so much more things to do than the traditional just getting eight badges. It kind of like padded in the story and made it much more interesting for me. And speaking of Team Star, the storyline actually ended up being an interesting plot point. It was a lot more endearing than I expected it to be. And I can say the same thing for the Titan storyline. Even though at first it felt a little whatever, near the end it gets a little more heartfelt. And also, the final part of the end game was actually so good. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the Area Zero, you know, the Paradox Pokemon part of this story is, it just really, really get interesting. There's just so many 
plot twist that kind of happened though you can read it a mile away because it is still a pokemon game and this is still you know a game kind of meant for children this i think is one of the strongest stories i've seen in pokemon in a while since at least black and white and with the area zero and the paradox pokemon being a thing the two games have a good amount of variance you realize that you need in the end that you actually gotta do some trading and i think they're really really good the variance that they add for each different game i found to be really refreshing and now i may somewhat regret getting violet i know a lot of people were saying they regret getting violet instead of scarlet because you know the scarlet legendary can look a little a little funny looking and violet's legendary i think just looks cooler <laughs> But the exclusives that they have for the Paradox, you know, there's some goods and there's some bads. I'm not really mad about which one I cop, but it's really up to you. You can always trade anyway. And I will say, the game does have a healthy post-game. Um, it's pretty easy to run through given that whatever level you'll be on at that point But you know having the opportunity to spoiler alert once again Run through the gyms again at a higher level except they're all at the same level and also you know having the, the ability to then do this kind of ace tournament that they have and the the four other legendary ruined Pokemon that you can catch is really really interesting now I'm a little exp excited to see you know what DLC they add in the future which I We'll only assume that it will make the game a lot more expansive. Now, I know I did say the post game is a little easy to run through given your leveling. The game main storyline towards the end ended up being a little more challenging than I thought, outside the gyms at least. Even though I thought I was over leveled and would run through the whole thing, but you know, near the end game, things get a little tough. And they also have some high level raid battles that can actually be challenges in which you feel like, yeah, I'm gonna need more than the computer to, to get through this. But you know, I've said this game's praises, but there's only one more praise I'll add. They got Mr. Yelly in this. This looks like a, a mix between Killer B and uh, Mr. Yelly. Why? I mean, I'm not mad. It's kind of funny, it's kind of dope. But Mr. Yelly is in this. And the amount of memes being spawned from this game on the internet via TikTok and all over the internet, whether it be Hurricane Katrina herself. Here comes the hurricane, bitch. Here comes the hurricane, bitch. Here comes the hurricane, bitch. Here comes the hurricane. You know, your boy Quaquavo, whatever, however you pronounce it. And, you know, the little dog that's in the gym battle, the double gym battle when you fight against Miss Rhyme. Like, and 21 can you do something for me can yeah. you talk to the ops next for me okay. there's just so much funny stuff on the internet going on but that's the good about the series let's get to the bad so let's take the obvious come on the graphics and the frame rate this is something we've all heard everybody's talked about it and I'm not going to tell you any more information than what you have already know. Yes, when I started the game, I saw it immediately. Granted, for my run through, I didn't have as many game crashes. I probably had three in my in total, my entire run playing the game.
What the hell just happened? But other than that, the frame rate thing was, it got nuts. It got nuts. There were some Pokemon battles I was in, and the camera also was kind of funky too. But the Pokemon battles I had where the frame rate was just funky, it was interesting. And also watching it run through and kind of like walk animations and running animations. Yeah, it was rough. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it was rough. Not game-breaking in any form because, I mean, it's still just a Pokemon game. We're not playing God of War here. We're not playing Monster Hunter. And I'm not going to expect the same level of quality, unfortunately, as those games. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't. I'm just I'm just not. My expectations are realistic. And I'm an adult talking about a game meant for kids. I'm not saying it gives any passes. But, you know, I don't think a 12-year-old or a 10-year-old is making the same complaints that I will or most of us will at this age, 30 plus year olds, you know what I'm talking about. I appreciate how passionate you are, but I don't have time for this conversation, I'm 30 years old. But outside of all those graphic issues and those frame rate issues, you know, Arvin, a little annoying. That character didn't really like dealing with him. And also rivals continue to not exist anymore. Like they really somewhat, I guess, push you in a little bit, but they just are your friends. I don't need like an exact like, asshole like gary oak or blue but like come on man can i get a little bit more like oh you really are making me mad type of person like i don't know and also the pokemon league in this game is extremely mediocre honestly it's it, they could have just done a lot better making it a little more challenging at least in my opinion maybe some people had a hard time and made my run through just made it easier for me based on my team and my leveling but i just think it could have been a little bit stronger <laughs> And finally, the Are You Dead Ass. <sighs> Will we ever get voice acting? Like, ever? I don't know what the reasoning is. I don't know what's stopping us. And when I think about it, sure, there aren't many Nintendo games that have voice acting. I know that. I know that that's not a thing. But, like, there's so many other games that have it. And I do feel like maybe the story could be a lot more interesting and captivate me more if there was some voice acting. That's the first thing I thought in the first 20 minutes. I was just like, oh my God, like how how are these cutscenes happening? But there's no voices coming out. Granted, I know some people may not even be here for the story, so at least you can kind of skip through and maybe if there was voice acting, it would make the story move a little bit slower, but I don't know, man. Like, what, what makes it difficult? I'm not a game dev. I don't know how to code. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So if somebody does game development and watches this video, please let me know if there's a reason why they haven't added it. Is it just too much code to have all the Pokemon cries and all the Pokemon noises and the music and add, you know, voice acting for these characters? I don't think so, but listen, I don't know. I don't know. This is Pokemon we're talking about. This is Game Freak. Sorry. You kind of smell. What the? Like a marker. Also. Are you dead ass about these starters? They are really mediocre, I'm not gonna lie. Like, granted, I think, you know, Meowscara looks cool, but like, they almost don't warrant being kept in your party, especially Skeledurge, when you can use Cerulege if you have Violet instead. Like, I don't understand how, one, Cerulege looks just very, very dope to me. That's just my opinion. And the fact that it has the same fire and ghost typing as Skeledurge, and I picked Fuecoco to start the game because why not? Fire Crocodile. I am the real croc. I, it's just very synonymous for me, so I had no choice, I felt like. But I immediately 
like regretted that when I ended up having Cerulege in my party and I was like, Skeledurge, you gotta go, bro. Like, uh, I just feel like their typings just leave a little bit more desire or at least it just could have been more interesting. I don't know, This is that's just my opinion. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Also, the co-op. I think, I mean, at least me personally, I wasn't expecting too much from the co-op in the first place. Um, I didn't get to play too much of it, but it, maybe they'll improve upon it when they do some patches with some updates. But I, I just feel like it could have been a lot more. You just kind of exist in the same world, but you're not really doing anything together. I feel like it could have just been fleshed out a little bit more. And, you know, once again, you have to think, oh, you know, they'll get it right in the next game. You thought I you? <laughs> and the last thing I got to get you with a dead ass with about this game it's the complaints on the game. Like I said before, this game is meant for kids. Remember how old you were when you started playing Pokemon. I, I appreciate how passionate you are, but I don't have time for this conversation. I'm 30 years old. <laughs> now I get it. They still should cater to their fan base because they make a lot of money from a whole bunch of adults and a whole bunch of kids. But temper your expectations. Temper what you think you're gonna get from a Pokemon game and what you think they're gonna do. It's never going to be as deep as you want it to be. It's never going to have the amount of intricacy of a JRPG that you see in other series. You're just not going to get it. This will never be a Persona. This will never be a full-fledged Final Fantasy. This will never be that. This is not what they're supposed to be. Pokemon is in its own lane. Now, there are plenty of improvements that can be made. I know. Plenty of them. But, come on. Let's... You dead ass about it, bro? Come on, this is idiotic. They will sell no matter what. And you can be mad at people for buying the game and adding to its sales no matter what. But those same people that complain still bought the game. You still was able to buy this game and talk about it and review it. So if we're really trying to change anything and want to, you know, make Nintendo really do an overhaul and really improve on the quality of Pokemon, you same people also have to, like, not be buying the game. You have a right to complain. But, I don't think you can do both, like really complain and keep on buying the game every year. Because every time a game comes out, whether it be Sword and Shield and their Pokedex errors, it's always been issues. And you guys suck it up and buy it every year. Not to the same extent of Call of Duty and 2K, but that's just my thoughts. That's just my opinion. I mean, you just gotta ask yourself, are you dead ass? Are you really dead ass? How bad do you really want the game and the devs to really make some changes? That's all. So, those are my thoughts on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You know, really, really good game in my opinion. I think it's a strong story. I find myself really, really entertained. I'm looking forward to more DLC being added. But, let me know your thoughts on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in the comment section below. What do you rate it? What do you think it is? Honestly, I can give this game a solid seven and a half, eight out of ten, you know? I had a lot more fun playing Arceus, I believe, but this does a lot more good things too. That's just my opinion. But we'll end the video here. But before we end this video, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as hit the notification button to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts. Which version did you cop anyway? Was it Scarlet or was it Violet? Did you cop Violet and do you regret not getting Scarlet? Did you buy both like a savage? Not I. I only bought one because money ain't that way for me. Hey, it might be nice. I'm trying to get like you, my boy. So, on that note, y'all.
Enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive because I create like every day and I'm on today.